It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. Lightning Bets coming up about 20 minutes. Our final plays for Monday Night Football. But first, before we get to updated or, or first uh, look at the World Series odds and what kind of cash it offer they're offering Paul and his Philly Philly parlay with the Eagles and uh, Phillies winning championships. Let's hit on college football over the weekend. Our, our, you know, one of our great guests, Pam Maldonado, had a couple more big ones for us, including Penn State over Minnesota. Joe, that was an easy one. 45-17, Penn State takes care of business. And that one, we had the TCU, 38-28 over Kansas State. And then we had Paul's Orange, Syracuse up in that game over Clemson. And then Clemson came back 27-21. Uh, I wouldn't call it overly impressive, but... Clemson continues to win, which is the whole thing in terms of getting to the playoff. They're they're in good shape to get to the playoff, Clemson, even though I'm not very impressed with that team. Yeah, it was a really good Saturday for me. Uh, the, the Penn State one, that made my top five uh, bets of the weekend for uh, on Friday's show and minus four, minus four and a half when we knew that uh, the Gophers are going to be missing their starting quarterback. I mean, it was – they just tried to – they tried to run like the entire game. I'm like – that ain't going to work. It, it was fun to watch. Uh, that bet seemed pretty comfortable in the whiteout situation there. So, yeah, I had Penn State. The Kansas State one was a loser. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, what else? LSU money line against Ole Miss. People are buying into Ole Miss. I believe, what were they, ranked seventh in the country going into that game? Hadn't lost. Mm. Uh, LSU just ran away in the second half. That was good. Uh, I had Wisconsin in a blowout against Purdue. I mean, I look up, it's 21 nothing. I'm like, beautiful. That was one of those uh, – one of those plays you don't sweat the entire time. It's a really good spot uh, for Wisconsin. On that Kansas State one, uh, Pam was on that one. Sammy P was on it. And I decided to go in with them. They made a compelling case. And they were right. They were right. It's just it didn't go uh, Kansas State's way because of the injuries at quarterback. Adrian Martinez gets pulled in the first quarter. Then they go to Will Howard. He's having a good game. He gets hurt. Then they had to go to QB3. Then I think Will Howard ended up going back in the game. But you're up 28-10. to 10. You're a three-and-a-half-point underdog. And then TCU scores 28 unanswered points. That was, that was a brutal beat. It was a situation. The handicap was correct, but you just end up losing the wager because the quarterback got injured. Yeah, we were just running out of quarterbacks at that situation. Yep. It was like, well, don't, I can't even watch this anymore. I know how this one's going. <laughs> terrible yeah that was a bad beat bad beat but uh really really good college as far as college football um yeah the show did uh the show did well and uh so that was fun and then the nfl happened on sunday which was garbage trash it really was i'm glad we had the oh my God. it was bad so so quickly before we pivot to the world series odds we are looking at what how many undefeated left five or six right we have georgia ohio state tennessee Michigan, Clemson, TCU. That's it. Those are undefeated teams in college football. I, I think we should uh, have Paul Aspen jump on and share his thoughts because he was all in on Syracuse. 
Clemson. I heard a lot of people talking about how it's a great spot to go in on Clemson because they're going to steamroll the orange. They end up getting the victory, but not the cover. Uh, Syracuse covers, what was it, 13 and a half closed or four? Not even close 13 14. and a half closed at 14 and a half, yeah. Woo! So, man, no, I mean, people are coming out. Uh, yeah. I mean, I watched. So Syracuse starts off. They go for it on a fourth down in Clemson territory. They don't get it. Clemson marches down the field, scores. There was part of me that thought it might be over then. But, no, they hung around. And the second half, it was just one of those games like, look, I, I have no illusions about Syracuse really competing, like, with Clemson. But it was a good spot for them. And also, they just do this thing. They don't necessarily win these games, but they just hang around with Clemson. Even when Clemson is at, like, the, the best, their best years and Syracuse is just a team. Uh, it was – I don't want to play this card, but just look at the penalties in the second half. There was a lot. Of, it was very skewed towards Clemson. I mean, there was identical roughing the passer or rough – like late hit calls one got flagged on Syracuse same play did not get flagged on Clemson and but then Dino <laughs> Babers was calling making some terrible play calls as well all that is to say like DJ you got pulled like put the, like if you're putting this team in the playoff give me the other team like Clemson has no business being in the playoff if Clemson goes undefeated they should still put if it's a one loss Tennessee team or you know three SEC teams TCU, I guess, if they can run the table. I think it's TCU over Clemson at this point, and it's not close just based on what we've seen. But, yeah, Clemson not impressive at all. But, hey, 13.5 got home, so it wasn't all terrible. Do you, do you guys wish that we had the expanded playoff format because we'd have at least a few SEC teams? You know, yeah. a team like Syracuse, maybe their season wouldn't be completely dead. Um, and in, You'll be, go to a great bowl, but it feels like completely dead. Well, Syracuse has no business being any sort of expanded playoff, like, at all. Like, let's well, not, let's not mean, kid ourselves. Listen, all your friends that graduated from there that work in sports media, what would they be pumping up over the next month if they don't lose again? Yeah, but I don't think that's, like, realistic. I'm trying not to live in fantasy land. No, I like, know. Like, we talk about eight teams, 16 teams. Like, I mean, I think 16 is probably what you cap it at. But, I mean, will you have teams like – is LSU in the conversation? Like some of these other SEC teams is like a Kansas state. Like, and then it becomes like the NCAA basketball tournament where it's like, okay, well, if Martinez is hurt. Like you even put Kansas state in, um, you know? So yeah, I, I think it's going to be beat Notre weekend. Dame this week. You're going to beat Notre Dame. You got Pitt, FSU, Boston college. I mean, wakes the only really tough game. So the, the latest projection from uh, Brett McMurphy of the Action Network has Clemson in the Fiesta Bowl when this thing is all said and done. It's a big bowl. I mean, that's okay. not Clemson, excuse me, Syracuse. Syracuse in the, in the Syracuse. Fiesta oh. Bowl. Oh, that's a huge that's win for that program. That's a that's huge yeah. win for that program. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I guess if um, you want I, a team, I, like the case for the expanded playoff is a team like USC, you know, who has the talent – but and they played a soft schedule. They were rolling like they're on the very much on the outside looking in. A team like that could get in and maybe TCU. make some noise. TCU, right. right? Aren't they number four right now? Like, shouldn't they be? Um, they're not. I mean, I saw them seven in the AP. AP seven. But I'm saying, if you're if you're projecting it, I mean, it's them, Clemson, UCLA's out now. I mean, as far as unbeaten go. 
I mean, yep. they're not ahead of Clemson, are they? No. From the eye test, from my very unprofessional eye test, absolutely they are. Uh, I know, but we don't have uh, the. I actually kind of like to see it in a in a bowl game. If they both don't make the yeah. uh, the final four, that'd be a yeah. fun bowl game. Oh, I think TCU. the Ducks have looked really good, but I don't think they can ever overcome the loss to Georgia, forty nine to three. But they're six and one and have looked really good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's the other case a... against an ex... Yeah, I was just gonna say that's the other case against an expanded playoff because we see what happens when you expand. You get destroyed. <laughs> a team like Oregon gets destroyed by Georgia. <gasps> yeah, there'd be a case for Oregon if there weren't so many undefeated teams, right? If everyone had one loss except for one team, then you could say, well, they only lost to Georgia, but there's so many undefeated mm-hmm. teams right now. They, if, they're they not going to get there. It's down the road, but what if Michigan wins that last game against Ohio State? Michigan's uh, going to be a top-four team. They're a top-four team now, probably. So we assume that they will be, as long as they don't lose here. Yeah. Can Is Ohio State out, official, then? So... So we have undefeated. We have four undefeated. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I always think if there's four the undefeated from the big conferences, they go. Right? If we somehow yeah. we get there. And then if you're not undefeated, you don't get to go. If I was so right TCU, now, I'd be very nervous about that scenario. <laughs> oh, yeah. About yeah. Michigan well, beating Ohio State and both of them still getting in. Uh, one loss Ohio State versus TCU undefeated. Yeah. But the good thing for TCU is a lot of these teams are facing off. All these teams up here. Right? Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, Michigan. Right. That's a good thing for them. See, I, I think the conversation is better with four teams in. It's going to be so watered down. Like, all of the stuff we're talking about, none of it's going to matter. Oh, they'll both be in. Oh, they'll both be in. TCU, by the way, still 100-1 to 1 to win the, the, the championship. I don't know that they can or will. But just considering no. their path, it, their path, I mean, their number is way different than anybody else. We're, Oregon is 40-1. to 1. What's Alabama? With plus 350. Jesus. As good of a number you're going to get on Alabama. As, I mean, that's as good as you'll ever see. Um, all right, Look, quickly, let's, let's hit on the first World Series odds and what we're looking at right now so, and the cash-outs that are being offered because both Paul and, and, and Joe have, have tickets here. So the Astros, minus 180. The Phillies, plus 150 is out there. We also have, checking around to see, different numbers. But right now we're looking at, yeah, BetMGM's got plus 150 on the Phillies. Minus 185 on the Astros. So those are kind of the, the range of, of numbers we're looking at. So Paul had the Philly-Philly ticket. Let, let's hit on that. So Paul Aspen, around the same time you have your, your Philly tickets, he put one. It was a June you put this in? At, was it this after the Girardi firing too? I believe uh, it might have been as soon as April. Let me bring it up real quick. Okay. Um, maybe after the draft. So let's see. So after this was – April 28th. So, yeah, after the draft, I guess, this would have okay. been. Okay. So you have Phillies World Series, Eagles Super Bowl. Eagles Super Philly. Bowl. Yep. Philly, Philly. 1,115 to 1. So 
right now they're offering me about 24 times the cash out, which is not even a consideration. Um, you mean 24 times your bet? So, yes. 24 X. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've also holding just a Phillies ticket by itself at 45 to one. Um, so yeah, I, there's something about this team, like nor like the numbers. I'll tell you that the Astros should be favored. They should be a heavy favorite, but just the way the Phillies win, and granted, like got my background as a Phillies fan, probably clouding some of this. But they just like even every time they go down, they figure it out. Like they've just got that vibe. And honestly, I don't, I'm not overly worried about this being like a what. 2007 Rockies where they have a week off and then all their mojo's gone. I'm not overly concerned You're about not. something like that. No, because okay. it's like the Astros have the same time off, I feel like. I agree. Um, I agree. I mean, this team was just – and, again, it's kind of like found money, a little found potential money. This team was so dead. Like, that. Like I was – my Brewers to miss the playoff ticket. Like, I was looking at – like, I thought – it was like, hey, should I hedge on them? Like, at plus money to make the playoffs? Like, this, these are the things that were going through my mind, like, less than three weeks ago. And now they're just firing on all cylinders. I mean, I'm just like, hey, I think it was last year with the Braves. We didn't hedge then. We're not hedging now. There you I'm go. not hedging. Well, I mean, part of the reason, just my mindset, part of the reason is I, I bet the NL pennant, so I don't feel like I have to hedge in the World Series. Right. right, you already hit it. And it's yeah. really I, – I, I got a nice win. And now I don't feel like the pressure, the stress. And I don't know, maybe you could do something. We'll see once all, all the markets open up. Maybe if you're worried that the Astros are some crazy juggernaut and you're with us on this, if you want to do minus a game and a half, minus two and a half games, you get some plus money there. I mean, maybe if you want to do something like that. But as long as they can make this a series – and you know, as we watch it play out, if they make this a series, you're going to have opportunities to do stuff if you want. But right now, my mode is kind of like, our rotations are going to be set. There's going to be no clear-cut advantage on one side or the other. Um, I don't see a big managerial difference. Maybe if you go player versus player, the Astros have more talent. But the way, I mean, you can't really say that right now. Like, oh, the Astros swept the Yankees. Like, yeah. Look what the Phillies have been doing. It's, it's uh, What about top of the rotation? How about for that? Just for first reaction. You compare one through three. Is there a clear-cut advantage? I would say it's advantage. Verlander doesn't scare me. Dominant. It's not crazy, right? Not crazy. I, feel. Like, I know Verlander's uh, I think had a turn-back-the-clock season, but, yeah, I think the Phillies can get to him. I, I think it's close. The one thing I wonder, I don't know how they keep doing it. They keep winning these games with the underbelly of their rotation, like those bullpen games, the game four that you guys are worried about Saturday. Can they do that again? I, I mean, it's two series in a row they've won with that that nonsense. Like, they just have a game where it's like, I don't know, we'll see what happens. And they've won both times. Can they do that against the Astros? <laughs> they do, they'll win the World Series. Yeah. That scares me. Like, I was furious at the end of the first inning on Saturday. I was just like, what was this? I right. like can't that, get it. They came back. They're not coming back against the Astros in that scenario. That matchup will be something of that nonsense against, like, McCullers. Like, right. 
that's hard. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe it is magic. They just got it going on right now. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for BetQL Daily. Lightning bets next on the BetQL Network.